Hello everybody, this is Gregory, and welcome back to Holistic Health News. Now, some of you guys who've been listening to me, maybe only for a year or two, like, what? Holistic Health News? I am returning to one of the original names of this podcast. So when I created this podcast back in the winter of 2017, so it must have been like March, April of 2017, I'd already started Confessions of an Obese Child in January of 2017. But originally when I started this kind of a holistic feed it was called naturopathic earth radio and in fact if you go through the feed which i don't think you can find on spotify and apple because normally on those they only keep the last 300 episodes but if you go to my the link in the episode notes to my website naturopathic earth you can click there on podcast and go to to awaken man and you can scroll down to episode one episode two you would hear that the intro uh talks about how this episode or how this feed's called naturopathic Earth Radio. Then after that, I changed the name to Occult Health Radio. Occult meaning hidden or unknown. Because the kind of raison d'etre of this this feed has always been talking about big pharma cover-ups, talking about things that are bad for our health that we normally don't hear about, like plastics, like we're going to talk about today, and parabens, and phthalates, and electromagnetic radiation, and, and all these things like that, fluoride. And whatnot. So I thought that would be a good name. But then then I thought, oh, well, most people think it's going to be the occult, like satanic occult. So then I changed it to Holistic Health Radio. And I was thinking probably by by the end of 2017, I changed it that name. And it was that name for a good majority of the length of this feed for a good about two, two and a half years. And then I changed the name to The Awakened Man probably about a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I'm going back to Holistic Health News because I think it's a more accurate representation of the topics that I cover uh, here, at least as of late. Probably in the last two years, I did cover more man-specific stuff, especially when it comes to intersexual dynamics. But that content was removed. And so now uh, the majority of the content here is more, I guess you would call it naturopathic, holistic, um, someone call fringe alternative health, whatever you want to call it. So I thought returning to the the name that was this feed for most of its existence makes sense. So it'll take me some time to find the intro. Maybe I'll find it before this episode dropped on Monday to find the original intro for Holistic Health News. But until then, be patient. All right. So today I want to talk about microplastics. Uh, plastics has been a big uh, kind of common reoccurring theme here at Holistic Health Radio, Naturopathic Earth Radio, Cold Health Radio, whatever you want to call it, since 2017, uh, because plastics are a problem. Um, they're, they're simply a problem. I, look, look, I'm not saying that we, uh, I'm some sort of Luddite and some sort of obscuritist that thinks we need to go back to a world before the advent of plastics. I'm not saying that because plastics have made our life a lot easier. Just think of like in the medical world, how look at um, look at IV bags, right? They used to be in glass bottles. Think of all the, the chemicals and so forth and all the, all the things we used to use in glass in hospitals and how plastic helped, right? You drop glass, it's gonna break. So there's a lot of ways in which plastics have made our lives easier. The problem like with a lot of things is there are side effects to a lot of these things. And so even though plastics have revolutionized pretty much every aspect of our life that we use plastics and you know you think of plastics like uh maybe like the the kind of rubbery stretchy plastic but you think of like tupperware right tupperware containers those are a form of plastic you think of pvc the pipes that's a form of plastic you think even styrofoam styrene is a type of plastic so there's a, a lot of different molds and forms and modes of plastics that we don't even think about and if you look around your house a lot of your furniture 
has plastics in it. A lot of your, just the, the large majority of our crap Chinese made stuff is made out of plastics. So we are surrounded by plastics all the time. And I think when people think of plastics, especially those who are kind of from the, I guess, holistic health world, they're gonna think of bisphenol A. And there is an awareness about BPA or bisphenol A for some time, uh, because there's, there's just the whole kind of slogan of what BPA free is. And we have early episodes here fleshing out what's the problem with the bisphenol A, how all plastics have a seven number category system, which are the worst, which are not as bad, and so forth. So we're really not gonna cover that here. But just remember with BPA free stuff, whether it be uh, water bottles, whether it be kid milk bottles uh, to nurse kids with, whether it be pretty much anything, cans that are BPA free, they are still not plastic free. So they're just doing a bait and switch. They're taking out bisphenol A because they know that there's awareness how bisphenol A can be bad for you. And they're just putting in bisphenol S, another plasticizer, or Triton. And remember, BPA, as I mentioned, is not just found in certain plastics. It's found in CDs, even though no one uses CDs anymore. But it's found inside canned goods. And a lot of people are still using canned goods. So even when you see your, your soup from an organic company, your organic split pea soup, and I love split pea soup, and it says BPA-free. Remember that all liners need to be sealed with something. That's one of the things that helps them create that vacuum. So they're just putting in bisphenol S. So again, it's it's a bait and switch. So they're not outright lying to you that they're not using BPA. You're just not asking the right question. So yeah, they're going to be like, yeah, it is BPA-free. It's like, well, are you putting in another plasticizer? Wah, wah. So laser receipts is another place where you'll find BPA. That's why you don't touch those receipts. Why not? So today we're going to talk about microplastics. So microplastics are everywhere. We actually didn't, I think we talked about this not that long ago, but microplastics um, are everywhere. And now the studies are showing that they're getting in our body, which is not surprising because if you look like at people's urine, BPA has been found in 90% of people's urine and and it's uh, so prevalent, right? So, so I'm going to be gleaning off of medical news today, like old school holistic health news. Microplastics are specks of plastic. By definition, they're less than five millimeters in any dimension, but many are invisible to the naked eye. There are two types of microplastics, primary microplastics and secondary microplastics. The former are the particles used in some cosmetics, and the latter comes from the breakdown products of larger plastic items. So secondary are the bigger ones. Much concern about microplastics have previously focused on their effect on the marine environment as they are found in oceans worldwide, right? We always hear about the, what is it? There's that, that island of plastic in the middle of the North Pacific away from the currents. It's just as big as the fill in the blank state of whatever. And yeah, of course, those are not good, right? We, we know that that's not good for the environment. That's not good for the ocean. And then the fish in that area have been found to have a lot of microplastics and or they get caught up in the plastics and all the, all the garbage that's around it. And of course, that's a bad thing. But as much as I love the dolphins, as much as I like my goldfish in my pond in my backyard, I care about humans more. I do. So let's talk about the study that they just did. For this study, the researchers looked for particles that could be absorbed across membranes in the human body. They filtered the blood to collect any plastic particles between 700 nanometers and 500,000 nanometers. 
So you think about how small this is. Again, this is the naked eye can't see it. To avoid any plastic contamination, the researchers use glass fiber filters. The researchers look for five common plastics. Okay, now we're going to really bore you with these plastic names. And remember, the plastic companies, they have a humongous lobby group in Washington, and they look out for their their uh, own interests. Anytime you talk about the, the problems with BPA, the problems of plastics in our body, and the potential side effects, pernicious effects it has on our health, they're like, oh, wait, wait, that's not true, because lobbyists are paid whores, essentially what they are. And they're just thinking about for the industry because that's who's paying them, right? So I mean, it's, it's I mean, how many lobbyist groups are in D.C.? There's tons of them. Right? There's whole neighborhood blocks of them around the Capitol because whether it be for big meat, big pharma, big plastics, big charcoal, you know, whatever it is, there's got to be a lobbyist group to protect them. Okay, so those are the five common plastics: polymethylmethylacrate or PMMA that's used in dentistry and other medical applications, polypropylene (PP). Commonly used for packaging and textiles. Polymerized styrene, styrene, styrofoam, PS, used for lightweight packaging. Polyethylene, PE, which is the most widely used plastic, used for carrier bags, among other things. And then polyethylene terephthalate, or PET, widely used in textiles and foods and drink containers. <laughs> the samples from the filters were processed by double shot pyrolysis to produce chromatograms from which scientists could identify the contents. Quote, human biomonitoring methods for measuring plastic additives have been available for several years, but measuring microplastics, especially at the small size that, we like, that would likely circulate in blood vessels, which is less than seven microns, is very hard, said Professor Blah Blah Blah, told Medical News Today. This paper is good news because it describes a method that is sensitive enough to do this in blood samples and combines size, fractionation, and mass measurement. So let's get to the part that really, really matters here. Plastics in the blood. So, I mean, this is in the blood, in the capillary level, on the cellular level. What's its effect on the body? More than three quarters of the blood samples contained a quantifiable mass of plastic particles. The researchers found PET, which most drink bottles are made from, in the blood of more than half of those tested. They did not, de did not detect PP in any of the samples. PP is polypropylene. Researchers found at least three different types of plastic in some blood samples. Quote, the lead professor, the fact that just about everyone has microplastic in their blood isn't so surprising when you consider that just about everyone has plastic additives in their bodies. The researchers suggest several ways the plastics may have entered the bloodstream via air. Air, just breathe it in, right? These are micro plastics and measured in nanometers. Food, water, personal care products such as toothpaste and lip gloss, dental polymers, and tattoo ink residuals. What happens to the microplastics once they enter the bloodstream is unclear. In vitro studies have shown the effects of microplastics on cells. A recent study in Germany found that microplastic particles can destabilize lipid membranes the membranes that surround all cells, which may affect their functioning. Another study found that microplastics had many effects on cells, including cell deaths. A current study was based on a sample size of only 22 people, so the authors stressed the need for further research. Quote, it remains to be determined whether plastic particles are present in the plasma or are carried by specific cell types. However, it is scientifically plausible that plastic particles may be transported to organs via the bloodstream. What effect they might have on organs is, as of yet, 
unknown. So it remains to be seen. What do we know? Well, bisphenol A or BPA has been the most studied of the plastics. Not, these are not necessarily microplastics, but of the plastics. And what do we know about 30 years of studies? They point to what? Health effects on BPA exposure, increased rate of obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular abnormalities, brain behavioral learning and memory impairment, breast and prostate cancer, thyroid and sex hormone disruption, changes to egg and sperm development and fertility, genetic alterations that can be passed on to future generations. Of course, the most susceptible people are going to be pregnant women, infants, and children. So there was an institute created called Clarity BPA. It was launched in 2012, and it's a partnership between the FDA and the National Institute of Environmental Health and 14 independent researchers. And this group, Clarity-BPA, confirmed significant biological effects of even low doses of BPA exposure. As much as I'm not a big fan of the People's Republic of California, I will say that when it comes to toxins, uh, they're pretty much up at the forefront. Many of you guys have ever looked at some of your household cleaners on the back will say, this product is known to contain toxins in the state of California to be harmful to your health. So California puts this as, as a law that if you want to sell products that might be on the, like for example, the International Agency for the Research of Cancer, the IARC's list of possible carcinogens, well, you have to put it on the label. Because, well, part of it is they, it, it's, it's coverage for them, right? Liability coverage. And the thing is they know that the people aren't going to read it. They don't really care. But California did ban BPA usage in 2011. And by 2015, a lot of states had done the same thing. So you can't have BPA in, ba in baby bottles and cups. Now, we talked about the problem with that is because now plastic just puts in BPS. But also, I mean, it's, it's some sort of awareness because you think that there'd be a level of awareness of, okay, why is BPA banned? Well, maybe then I should go the next step and just get rid of all plastics in my, in my life. In 2015, California also added BPA to the Proposition 65 list of chemicals known to cause cancer and reproductive harm. Uh, another chemical that is, is, is not connected to this, but Roundup, the weed killer. Several episodes here about how Monsanto, Bear, the company, has been sued up the wazoo and people are winning about how it is directly linked to lymphoma. So, I mean, what can you do? Knowledge is power. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Knowledge is power. Remove plastics in your life. You don't need Tupperware anymore. You can warm things up in ceramic pots, bowls, stuff like that, or glass. There's no reason to be drinking bottled water. We have episodes here how bottled water actually is dirtier than tap water, regular tap water. When it comes to canned goods, I would, I would tell you only have canned goods as a Armageddon-esque you're stocking up for the end of the world kind of thing, but don't be consuming them day in, day out, even BPA-free ones. It is possible to live a life that's paleo-esque, paleo-inspired, where you're just eating fresh foods. And look, if, you're, if your chips, let's say you eat blue corn chips, your chips come in plastic, just understand that your chips aren't really being exposed to the plastic because they're barely touching it. But when it comes to sodas, sodas, when it comes to orange juice, which you shouldn't be drinking either way, and you shouldn't be drinking coca cancer sodas either, when it comes to all the liquids that have been swimming in plastics, you got to throw those out. Just get plastics out of your life. And when it comes to the microplastics, 
I mean, good luck. I mean, these are even harder to get rid of, right? Because they're all in your life. So I don't know what advice to give you because these puppies are everywhere. But just be aware of it, guys. Be aware and spread the knowledge that plastics, albeit are convenient for us, are pernicious to our health. Guys, if you haven't done so already, if you're curious what I look like, I do have a movie podcast on YouTube called The Cinema Rag. I do episodes daily over there, so go check it out and subscribe if you want. Over here, if you're not done so already, please post a review. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal to make a donation because I don't make any money off of this. And the other one is a link to the website, which hosts all my four podcast feeds and has hundreds of articles and recipes regarding paleo naturopathics. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes and Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time.